Greetings, one and all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to the Fully Charged Podcast. I'm David Oxford of the Mega Man Network, but you may or you might not know me better as LBD Night Train. And joining me once again is my co-host, Bluesman, Brian Protodude Ostrin. I am indeed a very blues man tonight. I'm still holding on to hope of Mega Man 11 DLC. It's giving me the blues, guys. Where is it? You got the blues for the blues, huh? Yep, blues for the blues. I want to play as my man blues. Now, okay, the, this we usually don't get into this kind of stuff this early on, but I, I'm going to go ahead and ask. <laughs> um, what, what if you don't get to play as blues? What if they like make you fight blues? Would you still be open to that? I would, because I'd get to see him in that glorious Mega Man 11 3D style they got going on. I love the graphics, but uh, yes, yeah, just to have him as part of this return, good enough for me. You know what would actually be kind of neat there? What's that? You, you, you beat them to be able to play as them. Yeah, yeah, just like uh, Powered Up. Best of both worlds. Yes. Well, I don't think you got to fight Proto Man and Powered Up, but... Oh, yeah, you're right, yes. Just the Robot Masters with yeah. that. Yeah, you, you got them. But yeah, that's a good idea. Thank you. But, uh, we digress. We are here today to talk about the 17th episode of the Mega Man Fully Charged Cartoon, as indicated by our name, the Fully Charged Podcast. The uh, name of the episode this week is, well, this episode, is Bored to be Wild. The synopsis and this is gets a little interesting. The synopsis says Mega Man teams up with his crush, Ashley Adderley, to solve a series of science riddles left by Chemical Man, who's plotting to turn all the city's metal into rubber. Eh. Now, usually the synopsis, they give you a pretty good, like, idea of what happens in the episode it doesn't get all the details into all the nitty-gritty but you generally get a good idea of what's going on uh, enough that we don't usually have to expand upon it too much to fill in the blanks but this one i think is a little bit different wouldn't you say yeah it's she's not so much like a crush you know what i mean but more or less like a like a love interest I, I don't know, you can almost kind of see something forming by the end, but yeah, the uh, des the description kind of uh, gives away something that's not there, I would say. Not yet, at least, but yeah. yes, yeah. It's whoever wrote that description, I guess. I don't know. They jumped the gun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, maybe maybe this maybe they're using the springboards like for the episodes, like what the writers like. Uh, the, the credits on this one, it says the writer is Kevin... Uh, I apologize to Kevin because I'm probably not going to pronounce this right, but Kevin Grivio, it's G-R-E-V-I-O-U-X, mm. and uh, the story, I believe it says, is by Man of Action Entertainment, which is a common thing for a lot of episodes, so I'm guessing it's possible that basically... Like, I, I know a little bit about the springboards, like, from the old Mega Man cartoon and stuff. And you'd, like, have this kind of uh, plot synopsis. And maybe this is, like, a very truncated version of that. Right, right, right. And, uh, basically, maybe that's what Man of Action came up with. And then, uh, Kevin, he basically developed it into what we see. Maybe that's what happened here. Interesting. So they kind of reversed engineered it. Something like that. It's just kind of like, you yeah, know, you got, yeah. you got like a core foundation, like just a 
a seed of an idea and then the writers usually uh you know grow it and um apparently along the way maybe the idea that she was his crush or already his crush hmm. uh fell by the wayside maybe, maybe since this is her first appearance it seemed a little too abrupt yeah huh what do you know uh, not the true answer to this, unfortunately. Maybe we can uh, talk to some of the people behind it sometime and find out what uh, why some of these synopses differ so much from the um, final episodes. But you know, one thing at a time. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, hey, if anybody from uh, any of the companies involved, any of the writers, anybody is interested in being on the podcast, well, stay tuned to the end, and uh, we'll tell you how to reach us. Now, uh, do you do you want to take the lead on the uh, you know notes and little interesting bits that we touch on? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> um, so right off the bat, you know, as uh, Aki and uh, what's her name Ashley are uh, walking into this the, the museum, we're once again treated to a bevy of little Mega Man Easter eggs. Uh, all, all over the walls are just like these these nice little like throwbacks you know for this Mega Man exhibit they're having and you know the one that really caught my eye was like uh the stage select yeah they, they built like a yeah like a i guess it was 16-bit like a 16-bit stage select but the robot masters were from the show you know like everyone he has faced so far and one and... that he hasn't faced which is what caught my eye really i didn't catch that yeah, um, I believe it was the uh, one directly to the left of Mega Man, the uh, left center. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that was Woodman, wasn't it? I have to go back and watch it, but that's yeah. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't been keeping count, yeah. but it'd be funny if they ran out of Robot Masters and they had to kind of spoil, or maybe it was an Easter egg teaser. Who knows? Maybe, but yeah, like this, the, the exhibit they had going on was. A testament to Mega Man, you know, in universe, but also it kind of felt like a testament to Mega Man, like in general, for us, yeah, yeah, the audience, and it, it was so great. And you know, Aki has that little line, like right at the beginning, where it's Mega Man who doesn't love him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, it's it's talking to us. Was it talking to us or was it talking to Capcom? Huh? <laughs> oh, well, Ma- Mega Man's <laughs> in a far better place at this point than uh, if this had aired, say, even a year ago. So, yeah, very much so. Yeah, man, who, who knows when that may have been uh, set up? <laughs> <laughs> that that would have that would have been uh, a funny uh, push, yeah. but uh, yeah, th- there's some neat stuff. Uh, even before he left, there was a, a pixel art poster for that uh, diner game that he loves. Um, I, I couldn't help but feel like maybe it was a reference to something else, too. And then there, I think there was, at the museum, there was, like, a picture of Roll, like, on a poster playing a guitar. I think it was Roll. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think there was another Mega Man pick that was a reference to something else. Uh, I think they had the promo art for the show as an exhibit, and... Yeah, that, that was there quite a, a bit. A lot of the, yeah. uh, a lot of the art kind of, it looked like it skewed younger and, like, design i'm kind of wondering where these picks came from right like did, did the people working on the show did they like have their kids like design some art to be featured in the show before the thing even aired oh man that'd be so neat and then their kids would have to sign like <laughs> <laughs> they're like i'm five who am i gonna tell <laughs> you know? oh, who wouldn't they tell uh 
Oh yeah. If if I if I wasn't bound by contract, I'd probably be selling my entire kindergarten class. I drew Mega Man in the new Mega Man cartoon. <laughs> and the kids would be like, "Who's Mega Man?" <laughs> it's, it's on too early in the morning for and me. And then I'd like in America. You know, fall over and sweat drop and like an anime, and then nobody would get that reference either, and I'd just die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if they do that in anime anymore, do they? I haven't really seen it yeah. much. But then again, I'm, I'm not watching as much as I did yeah. back in that's, the day. That's the thing. Uh, let's see. Gotta give a shout out to my main bot, ToasterBot, who puts in another appearance. He's like an Easter egg, but with toast. Always popping up. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's good. That was good. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, this, um, they, 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 when everything becomes kind of bouncy, uh-huh. you know, um, they, uh, I loved this. They, they kind of, I think it was the last episode we talked about it, where the transformation was unique this time, and Mega Man was, was bouncing after he, you know, transform, Aki turned, transformed into Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to strike a pose, you know, he's still boing, boing, boing. It's kind of like a, a cute thing that the animators didn't have to do, but they went there. Yeah, it, it's definitely appreciated when they do that, because, I mean, mm-hmm. stock animation, like, you know, I get it, but, you know, breaking it up like that, yeah, it, it, it's appreciated, kind of, you know, it, it kind of, like, you know, people talk about something that takes them out of something, but I feel something like that really kind of keeps you in it. <laughs> it does, yeah. It has me, like, you know, on the edge for more. Like, what are they going to do next time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is kind of dangerous, because then it's like, you know, assuming that doing the stock animation is a cost-cutting uh, measure, then, I mean, you're kind of building an expectation you may not always be able to meet, so you got to be a little careful there. Yeah, that's very true. So, let's see. Um, yeah, I got one point here. I'm going to save that for the end, unless you bring it up first. But, um, mm-hmm. let's see. At one point, like... One thing I thought was kind of weird is uh, you've got Aki at the museum with Ashley. And it's like, I think she sent him away to summon the uh, Good Guild. But then it's like, if she sent him away, why is she like looking all over for him? Like he is, if he did what you told him, he's probably not there. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, I don't know, maybe she was assuming he didn't get out in time or. He'd come back. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's 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 not a bit it's not a big hole. It just struck me as a little odd because it seemed like she's doing it like really quickly after. But then again, we're working on eleven minute blocks, so <laughs> right. right. I, I, I guess you can't really. I mean, let's face it. Even in a half hour, an hour show, you can't like have things like you know really timed out like in real time. So eleven minutes probably truncates that tremendously. Oh no! You know, like a movie or a show where the bombs ticking down to zero. It's not actually five seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's not even get started on Dragon Ball Z's five minutes till the planet blows up. Yeah, 14 episodes later. <laughs> yeah, my, my explanation for that one has always been, maybe Frieza was just wrong. Maybe it wasn't actually five minutes. Because, yeah, he mentions like he's surprised like the planet's still, you know, held together like at some point or another. Maybe that was uh, added in the English dub. But uh, that's a good e- point. either way, it's like, you know what? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess he has experience blowing up planets, but, you know. Mm. Mm. Maybe he can't count. You well, know. There's that. Space math. <laughs> space math. I can't space math. <laughs> oh, man. What did you think of Ashley? That is what I was going to say for last. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to talk about her now, or should we save that for last? Uh, let's save that for last. All right. Okay. So, um, one, like, little note that I thought was kind of interesting, and I probably wouldn't have noticed, except for playing so many Mega Man games, is that there was this part where they were running, like, on an icy surface, except it didn't seem all that slippery. <laughs> Yes, and when we're talking about Mega Man, you know, icy surface is always slippery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else? You know, like, it kind of reminded me, it probably wasn't a direct reference, but just the whole, like, you know, moving around and bouncing on stuff just really reminded me of, like, Spring Man or, you know, more recently, uh, Bounce Man stage. Yeah. I don't know. It, it kind of felt like like we were watching, like, Mega Man play, play through a stage here, you know, just kind of the way the action kind of played out. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we get all really, some really like, great, you know, fights between Robot Masters in the show, but we don't really get to see much of, like, him traversing, you know, hazards or whatever. But, I don't know, this just kind of reminded me, like, of a game. It was very gamey. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, it really comes off yeah. because... In the games, often Robot Master, they'll take over or they'll already be working at this, you know, area or complex or whatever, and they'll take it over and, you know, make it all dangerous and stuff. And that's effectively what happened here when uh, Chemistry Man, or sorry, Chemical Man took over the, uh, um, took over the museum. Yeah. Which is a very Mega Man thing, like uh, Tundra Man, he took over a museum in uh, Mega Man 11, so. Yeah. And Dr. Wily even earlier in Mega Man 7. <laughs> yeah, museums are a thing. And then Mega Man and Base, they did it too. That was the uh, intro stage. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mega Man 7, and, or did you say 7? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, the museum, the uh, universal constant stage of conquering in Mega Man, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, another thing is uh, basically Mega Man uh, bringing out... Elecman schematics, and I think I heard a remix of the uh, weapon get music from Mega Man 2. I thought I did too. Just the. Yeah, it 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 goes by pretty quickly. Yeah. But uh, that makes me think it it is. That's what it is, and we'll hear it again. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would hope so at least. It it, it works pretty well. Like you know, kind of you know. Like, the, some of the others are, like, almost, like, anthems in a way. Like, Mega Man 3's got that... Yep. And this is, like, just real subtle that you could probably work it into a lot of situations easily. So, it, it that, that's a neat use. Yeah. Um, One thing I like is when Mega Man uh, delivered the uh, Mega Upper, like, in the intro. And I just love that that's one mm-hmm. of his moves. So we've talked about how Mega Man's moveset is very much, like how you expect to see him move in the games. Maybe a few more flips here and there, but he's done, like, you know, the wall jumps, he does the slide, a lot of sliding and jumping and shooting, and it's all just, it's very much Mega Man. Yes. It, it doesn't feel out of place. Like, uh, I, I think, like, he incorporated, like, a lot of uh, martial arts or that kind of thing, like a lot of the kicks and punches and stuff in the uh, Ruby Spears cartoon. Yeah. But here you don't see that as much, but you do get like, you know, nods to like, you know, when he's like done fighting like the mega upper that he uses in different stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lines in this whole thing is uh, basically when Mega Mini and Mega Man are bickering and Mega Man's just like, you live in a hat. And he's like, it's a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> that, that, that uh, was great. 
It's so good. I'll, I love Mega Mini. I mean, to think, like, you know, we all just kind of, like, hated him when we first heard about mm-hmm. him. <laughs> you know? And he's just, he's grown on so much of us. It's 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 an amazing look back. I, I haven't seen a whole lot of that love, but I'm I'm glad to hear it's out there because yeah, I I'm yeah, I'm, it, I'm a yeah. mega mini convert. What can I say? Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Especially the new design too. You know, compared to like the first one we saw, he looked like he was you know wearing some pajamas or whatever. <laughs> you know, I need to to dig that one up. But yeah, it. Oh oh yeah. I, I I don't I don't know. Just the personality and the voice and stuff. I think it helps. It was not what I was expecting, but it kind. It, I think it was jarring at first, but it grew on me. So yeah, I, I guess that's the important thing. It's funny, like I was first expecting the voice to be something like like a wheelie, from G, you know G one. Oh goodness, Just that yeah, really yeah. kind of high pitched like. Maybe not necessarily the rhyming, but the high pitched. Oh, <laughs> you so, go wrong way. I'm glad. You fool, I say. Oh, I, I can't. I... <laughs> that, that's the only bad thing about Transformers the movie, right there. You know, I, I, li- I like it. Wheelie. I can't help it. Maybe maybe it's because he's orange, but I I, I like Wheelie. He was one of my first Transformers too. So oh, shucks. <laughs> But he's he's actually got like a, I mean over the years like they've actually explored the background that was like really kind of subverted back then where he's kind of like you know grew mm-hmm. up in the wilderness like kind of alone and stuff and he's like still like kind of a young Autobot so yeah yeah there, there's there's been some neat aspects to Wheelie there but we're getting a little bit off track so yeah now uh, we should uh, talk about Ashley I think yep Ashley time what do you think of her um. At first, I was kind of like, eh, okay, let's see where this is going. Um, but at the end, they had some good chemistry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh... I, I, yeah, I, I liked her enough that I want to see not only more team-ups with her and Aki, but her and other characters, too. Like, what would her and Dr. Light's interaction be? Oh, that would be neat. You know, yeah, yeah, if they scienced it up, you know, or, or even Sona. Yeah, um, her and Bert, but, her and Suna, her and uh, yeah, Peter. Just, uh, <laughs> Sorry, I, I kind of <laughs> ran out of people there. <laughs> it's like it's it's interesting that this character kind of took a while to get get introduced. Mm-hmm. You know, she kind of feels like she could become part of the the, the main cast. You know, the, the Aki, Suna, Bert. But uh, you know, I, I want to see more. I'm, I'm interested in seeing more. Yeah, I like her. I like her better than. Uh, Gosh, what was the name? Chelsea from the Dreamwave comics. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's similar. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't think they're that yeah. similar, except that you know this one might be a love interest, while the other one I think definitely kind of was. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's like huh. they're not kind of like getting to that like right at the start and like letting her just kind of be herself. And uh, yeah, I like her. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought I'd have more to say about it, but I just... I, 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 I know. Like She's smart. Yeah. She's, uh... She's very smart. Yeah. She, uh... She keeps them grounded. They're good together. Which is a good thing when he equips Lechman schematics, I guess. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> oh. But, yeah, if, uh... Yeah. We got, we got anything else to say about the episode? Not really. 
I mean, it was it was just an, it was an episode, not really too standout-ish, not bad, just you know. I I think it was maybe a little better than some of the uh, other ones we've seen. Like you said, the the stage like thing kind of pushes yeah. it. We got the new character. We got lots of references. Mm-hmm. It's um. It's not one of the best episodes uh, of the series so far. Yeah. Because um, I think the best is yet to come. But, um, you know, I, th- I think it's probably one of the stronger ones, I think. Yeah. It's it's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of feels like a, a treat for everyone who's kind of, you know, stuck around and watched the show. Almost. Yeah, indeed. All right. So, with that said, it is on to the news. So, as we discussed recently, um, Screw Attack recently released their new episode of Death Battle, featuring a clash between Sigma and Ultron. BFFs no more, apparently. And, yeah, we had a chance to check that out after it aired on uh, YouTube on their YouTube channel. Um, what, what, did, what did you think? You, you haven't watched Death Battle before, so why don't you uh, lead us on this? Yeah. So yeah, this this was my first death battle, okay, and I never really I never watched them before because I, I, I was misled to believe they're just like you know videos where they just compare and contrast you know two characters blah blah blah, but um oh, I was totally wrong like they had this brilliant wonderfully animated sprite thing where Ultron and Sigma just, like, fight it out to the death, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and it's now it's got me wanting to go back and look at the other ones, because apparently there's, they've been doing this for years. About eight years, I believe. <laughs> yeah, that's just it's just insane. And the, the quality of the animation, just, like, this is no amateur stuff. Like, this was awesome. <laughs> they've been doing it a while. The early stuff was pretty, yeah, it was kind of like more amateur stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, this is like over a hundred episodes later. I think they've got more professional people doing it. Yeah. Sometimes they'll do sprite animation. Sometimes they do three D animation. Uh, their most recent, the one hundredth episode, Mario vs Sonic, I believe was hand drawn animation, or I don't know. I guess it could have been Flash or something. Uh, oh somebody God. less snobbier than me on the art thing. No offense. Could probably uh, tell the difference at a glance. But. Um, th- more recently, they even uh, did a live-action one where it was uh, Nightwing versus Daredevil. <laughs> what? That is so cool. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they, they, they've run a gamut of styles. Um, but, yeah, pixel art is where a lot of them have uh, have rested. Yeah, it was brilliant. Like, if, you, if you like this, think... you really need to check out uh, Dr. Wiley versus Dr. Eggman. Oh, man. Sprites? Sprites. Sweet. Yeah, it was it was beautiful, and I think I couldn't recognize Ultron Sprite from anywhere. Right? Like, was that like from the ground up? They made that. I couldn't tell you because I haven't seen every video game yeah. appearance of Ultron, but it wouldn't surprise okay. me if it was. Gosh, that, that was yeah, super cool. And you know, I learned a lot about Ultron too. Yeah, there a lot you of go. stuff I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, what did you think of the uh, outcome? Spoilers, by the way. So if uh, you haven't seen the death battle and still want to see it for yourself first, this is where you should probably hit pause. Yeah, I think it's fair. I think it's fair. Um, you know, yeah, you know, Sigma, he's ultimately a virus, but it's, 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 he's not perfect. It's not, it's, he has limitations. Gosh, like, X8, he's, he's just like barely hanging on there. You know, he's actually having to pull together space debris to 
have a body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Although, I mean, at this point, I think in death battles, what they do is they basically take uh, the combatants when they're basically at their absolute peak mm-hmm. and uh, match them against one another. Yeah. So, yeah, I was I was going into it, you know, pretty biased. Like, you know, I'm a Mega Man fan. I want to see Sigma come out on top, Ultron, whatever. You know, my only exposure to Ultron was honestly, like, you know, Age of Ultron, you know, the Avengers movie. But this was, like, wow, Ultron's... He's a, he's a badass. Yeah. He's been around a yeah. lot longer than Sigma, too, so there's that to consider. And, of course, just how bonkers comics can be. Oh, my gosh. Like, the female Ultron. <laughs> and, yeah, it, very interesting. I, I think the female Ultron's name, if I'm not mistaken, I think that she took on the name, uh, like, uh, Jocasta or something. And she's working with uh, Tony Stark at his new company now in the comics. And so far, she's pretty cool. She's basically the one who, like, you know, ensures, like, you know, that their projects don't violate uh, the rights of artificial intelligences and the like. Mm. But yeah, it's, it's something. It makes me want to check out the comics, you know, look more into Ultron. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's a good thing. <laughs> the um, Yeah, I was a little surprised at first, but, um, I mean, my... I do have some familiarity with the comics, but not like necessarily thorough, like know everything on every title and all that stuff. I don't, I don't get to follow everything quite so in depth, but I mean, I know a lot of the like bigger beats, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that they gave Sigma the combat advantage, but when it came to the, uh, I, I honestly thought when it came down to like you know time to infect, I thought that would clinch it for Sigma. I was not aware that apparently Ultron had. Um, basically conquered a galaxy of beings who basically do what sigma does and like out sigma them i believe is the way they put it they did a follow-up podcast like kind of talking about some of this stuff oh nice so um yeah there's that when when i initially saw it i mean i figured they mentioned that like the way sigma is able to exhaust himself and i i think there is definitely a notable difference between the two that's probably worth going into as well yeah is that sigma from what we know of his virus is that it seems to be energy based if i'm not mistaken it's kind of derived from the evil energy originally if i remember at least what that's, the yeah, that's timeline had said the implication yeah and like you know wiley refined it into like robo and apparently that kind of moved on to become what ultimately would be known as the sigma virus now um after a few permutations of course and yeah, it's like it's like a very energy-based thing. That's why he was so exhausted after like you know X five and wasn't able to quite you know be quite at quite the same level of power at like you know an X six or anything. Yeah, X six is like insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The battle has just begun. Zero, you know. The, the, I don't know the... if it was Sigma who was insane or the translator, but either way. Um... Apparently, it was both. It was both versions, Japanese and English. It was deliberate. Oh, okay, well, there we go yeah. then. Uh, kudos to the translator then. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think for uh, for Ultron, I imagine it's probably actually, believe it or not, probably closer to the fact that it would actually be an actual program, like you know, code and data and stuff without the energy aspect to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Ultron would be able to exhaust himself in on that level the way that Sigma might. So yeah. Yeah as, yeah, as soon as I started talking about, you know, the conquering of the worlds, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, Sigma's done. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's just the kind of bonkers that they get up to. Right. And, I mean, it's... All he's got, all he's ever really, in fact, was like a space colony. Like, that's that's it. I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, he, he did manage to use that to infect the Earth, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
<sighs> and uh, any, any further thoughts on that one? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, definitely check out the uh, other ones, too. I believe they had Mega Man vs. Astro Boy and um, Zero versus Metal Sonic as well. Which, actually, that one, uh, I'm, g- I'm going to go ahead and say that one disappointed me because I thought it would be a sequel to uh, Dr. Wily versus Dr. Eggman. So sometimes they'll, like, I think have kind of, like, you know, slight, like, references to previous death battles or plot threads or whatever in that kind of way. It's not very continuity-based. Hmm. Otherwise, a lot of these guys won't still be in future death battles. But um, I was really hoping it would be a continuation, and it wasn't. But it was uh, it was still good for what it was. Yeah. Nice. All right, and with that, that's it for this episode. Ran a little longer than I expected this time, but yeah, as always, you can check us out on SoundCloud directly, or you can visit us on iTunes or Google Play. The hosting fee is ours, but the choice is yours. And as I mentioned earlier, here's where you can find out where to find us. You can find me at The MM Network on Twitter or on Tumblr. And you can also visit the Mega Man Network on Facebook and TheMMNetwork.com the website for all the news and stuff that I post, which hasn't been quite as much lately. <laughs> it's one of those uh, droughts again, unfortunately. You never know. <laughs> and you can find me, ProtoDude, on Twitter, at ProtoDude, or you can check out my blog, Rockman Corner, at www.rockman-corner.com. All right, and for ProtoDude, this is LBD Night Train saying everlasting peace out. <laughs>